Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin Mitchell here, and I am your host. Now, today's episode is a special bonus case study episode with one of our EB Teachers Club members. Alexa Baroda is going to share her experience with us, why she decided to join the EB Teachers Club, what life was like before that, and what life has been like as a result of being a member in our club. Now, if you don't know already, we are open opening the doors to enrollment for the EB Teachers Club on February 20th. But if you are on our wait list, you will be notified just a little bit sooner than everybody else and be given a little special bonus as well. So if you want to add your name to our wait list, get in to join us earlier than everybody else and get a little extra bonus that you'll find out when we send an email out to our wait list, I would love to invite you to add your name to the wait list and then also download one of our awesome detective whodunit activities so you can really get an idea of what the lessons are like inside the EBT. Teachers Club. So if you actually go to ebacademics.com forward slash detective, you can add your name to our wait list and then download an amazing free lesson, whodunit, murder mystery activity that your kids, I'm telling you, are going to absolutely love. Every single teacher who's used it has been like, this is the best thing ever. So go grab that free lesson, add your name to our wait list, and then be on the lookout for an email from us coming very soon. So again, we open the doors to enrollment for the EB Teachers Club on February 20th. But again, if you're on the wait list, you are going to get access before everybody else. So that means that you need to check your emails from us and make sure that you are on the lookout for them because that important information will be coming to you via email. All right, let's go ahead and get into today's episode and hear about Alexa's story. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Alexa. Thank you. Glad to be here. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. If we, um, if you can give just a little idea about who you are to our listeners, what grade you teach, where you teach, so that they can get to know you before we dive into the episode together. All right. I am currently teaching eighth grade language arts. I teach in Trenton, New Jersey. It's a Title I school. Um, although for the last five years, I've taught six to eighth grade. Um, Prior to where I teach now, I actually taught abroad for a year um, in China, which brings me to, for the last three years, I've been teaching bilingual language arts for three years, and most, but most recently, the last two years, I've been teaching mainstream language arts, which is what you, which is, you know, what this show's all about, teaching, reading, and writing, um, but that kind of brings me into how, uh, how I came across your uh, EB epidemic, so. Very cool. I didn't know that you taught abroad in China. How was that experience? That was amazing. Um, I actually, I loved it so much. I'm in my last course right now for, um, I would like my ESL certification just in case I decide to go back. At the time I was teaching English as a second language. I wasn't, Uh you know, um, oh, I loved it. 
I absolutely loved it. Very cool. That was always my dream, actually. My senior year of college, I wanted to go teach abroad in Italy. I just loved Italy. I studied abroad there. But then I met my husband when I was in my senior year and it kind of all fell to the wayside. So I'm hoping maybe in like a second lifetime that I will get to go teach abroad at some point. Same things kind of happened to me when I I came home because I felt like I had to to get my visa. And then I met my husband Mm. and I warned him. When I first met him, I said, I'm just letting you know, I think I'm going back to China. But, you know, that didn't happen. Those darn husbands. (laughs) Just kidding. Everything works out the way that it's supposed to. (laughs) Um, So with that said, you mentioned that you came across us. I'm curious, how did you find us? Do you remember? I do. Um, So what had happened was... I found you through a podcast. This okay. Year, I've, you know, we all, teachers, we all struggle here and there with inspiration and depending on what we're teaching, if it's something we're not comfortable with. But this year, so I'm actually pregnant for the second time and I was in my first trimester in October and I was not feeling well whatsoever. And I mean, it was a struggle just to get to work. Mm-hmm. And I was, all I'll say is I was really struggling. So I was actually just browsing podcasts. I have about a 45-minute commute. I just wanted something to listen to for some inspiration, and I came across your podcast. And I just clicked on any random one of the topic I was interested in, and I was hooked from That's the awesome. <laughs> went home that night, and I looked up your Facebook page and decided I wanted to become a member, and I haven't looked back since. Oh, that's so cool. I did not know that story. I absolutely love that. Very cool. (laughs) Thanks for sharing that. I always wonder, you know, how people come across us, because I think about, like, how I come across other people. You know, usually it's because I randomly see them, and it's like everyone falls into your lap at at very apropos time. So I'm glad that we were able to give you that inspiration on your drive. (laughs) Um, So I would love to know for our listeners, you know, what was your life like as an ELA teacher before joining the EB Teachers Club? I know you mentioned you were pregnant, you were exhausted. Like I totally (laughs) remember that feeling when I was pregnant with my son and it's overwhelming. Um, So if you can kind of paint a little picture for them, because maybe some of them are feeling that way too currently right now as they're listening to this episode. Sure. And I'll actually start with last year when I started teaching with my daughter. Um, That's when the struggle really hit. I mean, teaching already is very time consuming. You know, all the things that Mm -hmm. teach. And it wasn't until last year when I really felt myself. There's so many different parts to teaching. You need your rubric. It has to be engaging. You need, there's so many things that you need. And I, I always felt guilty working from home and this and that. So now I still have my daughter and now, you know, at the time I feel good now, but at the time, you know, me being pregnant, I felt sick. Um, I just felt like, I just didn't like the way that I was teaching. I felt like my lessons were somewhat boring. I'll just say boring. (laughs) Um, And it was because maybe they weren't as boring as I thought, but I couldn't do what I was used to doing. Yes. um, Manipulatives and, you know, all this small group work I like to do. It takes time to create lots and lots of time. And, you know, everything needs a rubric attached to it. Um, I just didn't have the time. So I found myself um, just getting into this cycle of I don't want to say teaching, I'm not teaching to the, it was just boring. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the way that I was used to teaching. So, and I just found myself not having the energy to just use my brain to come up with fun and engaging ways <laughs> to teach. And I needed help. Um, the, the, I hope I answered that question. Yeah. Right. That's who I was in September. Totally. Um, just really struggling. 
I, it's so interesting as you were saying that I am nodding my head as you're talking because I can relate to everything. I mean, when I was, when I was like 26, 27, 28, I had so much more time because I didn't have kids Mm -hmm. and, you know, I dedicated every ounce of who I was to being a teacher. And of course they felt like at the top of my game and I was excited to go and I had all this you know, great lessons and rigor and all this stuff. But then when I had my son and I got, and I got pregnant and then afterwards when he was born, it was just like kind of the same feeling that you went through. Like it was just, I was, I felt like a mediocre teacher. Mm -hmm. I wasn't that amazing teacher that I was, but before I got pregnant and it's just so strange how it changed so much. And it was really because of where I decided to allocate my time and my time ended up being about my family as feel guilty yes. when, you, when there's a child involved. I already somewhat felt guilty about bringing my home, my work home sometimes around my husband. But, you know, you feel the real guilt set in when you've got your kid right there and you are trying to plan and print yes. and, you know, things. I don't want to do it. So, um, your, ever since I joined EB Epidemics, I was literally just talking to my husband about it the other day, how it <laughs> has been such a lifesaver. And oh, that's so amazing. I will explain to you how that is. You probably already know. I love your bundles. I oh, just love thank them. you so much. Well, so that brings me right into my next question of, you know, what has changed now or like what is your life like now after having joined the club? And I mean, maybe you can even speak to why you decided to join the club and what it's done for you in your life, as, maybe even as a mom at home and as a teacher in your classroom with your students. Well, I was skeptical about joining. I have never paid for, I know that a lot of people talk about teachers pay teachers and this and that. I have never paid for resources ever. So wow. I was very skeptical about doing this. Yeah. But I think that between, maybe I listened to three or four of your podcasts and you had mentioned you threw out a few free resources that I checked out. And I have to be honest, I mean, your website is so engaging and taking a look at some of your free resources, there was something about your style I mean, you know, with kids, there's buy-in. Well, teachers, there's buy-in too. And I have <laughs> my buy-in. I just loved your style. It, I felt like it was my style. Um, so I just kind of told myself, I will try it. If it doesn't work for me, I will, you know, stop my subscription. No big deal. But the moment I started seeing, I started downloading the bundles, it was just a matter of which one do I want to use right now? Which one do I want to start right now? And what I really like about your bundles is that well, they're aesthetically pleasing, which just like your website, <laughs> uh, no, <and laughs> Thank I, you. I mean that too. any worksheet that I've ever given a student or the posters that I have up around my room, even my word wall, everything is just so beautiful and like, <laughs> captivating when you look at it. That's important when you teach kids, no matter what age they are. But, um, no, I like how you have the plans. I like that everything you can modify just about, just about mm-hmm. everything you download. I love that. Um, you have the into, you have the through, you have the beyond. I have never seen anything like this. And your everything has, you know, your graphic organizers ready to go. Activities. I love how you have task cards. I like to do, do small groups. You've got little games that you can. Now I'm kind of taking from different bundles. Mm-hmm. I've really just picked. I've picked. Um, That's awesome. I've, I've picked. Um, and then I mentioned earlier, you know, you need a rubric for everything. I love that you have the rubric and I love that you can modify the rubric. I mean, I, it was just like too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I can plan, but I don't really, I don't lesson plan like I did. I mean, your, 
everything is just there for you. And, you know, um, you just, you make it so easy. And it just, it seemed too good to be true. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Thank you for that feedback. That means just the world to me. And it's really cool to hear you talk about how you're picking and choosing just from different bundles, because that really is kind of the way that we tried to set it up with teachers in mind. You know, we know not everyone's going to be teaching theme at the same time, but maybe you could incorporate something here and then save the rest for later when you are teaching theme. Um, so it's just really neat to see your user experience has been exactly what we've envisioned for our teachers. So it's neat to see it come to life as well. Mm -hmm. um, oh. <laughs> do you want to say something else? Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I was just going to say my, my favorite was, I mean, it's not like I have too much to go off of because I, I joined in October, early mm -hmm. October, I believe. I did complete pretty much the entire bundle or the, the, the lottery, your, your, uh -huh. um, yes. your resource on the lottery. I just loved that. And I can't wait to reteach it again next year because I kind of <laughs> know what I want to fix. And I just want to say kudos. If anyone's listening to this and thinking about teaching the lottery, I had never taught it. I knew the story and I thought it would be a bit dry for my eighth graders. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if they would be into it. I mean, the ending is very, you know, uh, you know, cliffhanger, not cliffhanger. It's very like in your face ending, but I thought that the rest of it was dry. But no, it wasn't at all. The kids yeah. were very into it. Um, and a lot of it had to do with your pre-reading activities. They love the posters. They want us mm -hmm. to know what the posters are all about. <laughs> Boom. And um, the popcorn predictions. I loved that. Yes. Um, one of the difficulties I've had this year, for whatever reason, is getting my students talking. No, not talking. Talking about the content. Right. <laughs> And I blame myself because that's, I told you I was struggling. I, I needed inspiration. I just, I needed help. And, um, they, uh, just some of your activities just really get them talking in that popcorn predictions was one of them. Yes. Kids love that one. And what I love the most about the popcorn predictions one is you can literally use it with any other text or resource that you're doing in the future. You just pick yep. some of those quotes out yourself and pass them out to the kids and they love it. They are so into the novel or the piece before they even start reading. It's fabulous. I actually got really lucky that day. Um, it's, this is super quick. I had, I had no idea that I was going to have a walkthrough. It was the whole mm -hmm. school. We had people in our building. I had no idea. And when they walked in, the kids were right in the middle of the activity. And I had your posters all around my room. I must have printed out a hundred of these things. I had <laughs> a little bit of help. They were all over the room. And I just, I remember thinking to myself, because all the kids were talking and sharing, you know, popping around the room, as you would call it. And I just thought to myself, this is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. This is like, this is absolutely perfect. Thank you. I love it. They came in at the right time. Yes. <laughs> That's the out. best feeling so to be like, yes, yeah. I am crushing it right now. <laughs> Yeah. That's great. Um, so my last question, and then we'll do those five quick fire questions at the very cool. end to see what your answers are. Um, my last question is for anyone who's listening to this, who's thinking about joining the EB Teachers Club and they're just on the fence, they aren't sure, you know, is it going to work for me? Is it worth the investment? What would you say to them? I would say, don't even think about it. <laughs> just sign up. If you find that you are needing help in an area, whether it be reading, definitely writing, um, engagement. I feel like in my experience, I've seen that you touch on every element that a teacher needs um, and to just not even think about it and just sign up and kind of go in with the mindset that I had. 
you can always cancel, <laughs> right? Um, which I don't plan on doing for the <laughs> before earlier when we spoke. I said, I hope that you continue to do what you're doing because um, I just, I love it so much. So I just tell them to just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. That's the thing is if it doesn't work out, then you can always get why it's a monthly membership. You know, it's like going to the gym. If you're not going to the gym, <laughs> cancel exactly. that membership. Exactly. But yeah. Okay. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. And I just, I really appreciate your feedback and just hearing about your experience with our content, he- hearing all of that gives us, you know, like so much motivation to keep producing great content for you guys and just keep building what we're building. Because at the end of the day, we know teaching is so incredibly difficult and challenging and to be able to help teachers and ultimately help kids through our membership is just what it's all about. So thank you. Thank you. Of course. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So I have our five quick fire questions for you now. Are you ready? No, if it's an trivia question, it's not, it's not. It's just the first answer that comes to mind. All right. Okay. Number one, if you could travel anywhere, where would you go? This one's easy. I've been wanting to go to Thailand for a really long time. Ever since I've been home from China, um, definitely Thailand. Yeah. From Bangkok. I'd want to travel Thailand from Bangkok to the beach in Phuket. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My husband went with his buddy for like two weeks. They traveled throughout Thailand. I can't go. I have severe peanut allergies. So I like couldn't eat anything in Thailand probably if I went. Um, so my husband got to go with his buddy and he said it was one of the most Love beautiful it. places he's ever been. So did he was at the beach or did he travel? Yeah, they went to, they went all over. They went to oh, Bangkok. Nice. They went down to Phuket and just a bunch of other islands and things like that. They had an amazing trip. So you'll, you'll love it based on his experience, I'm sure. Okay. Maybe <laughs> it comes out. That'll be my next trip. Yes. <laughs> what is your favorite month of the year? Uh, my birthday month. No, um, April. <laughs> April? April. For all different reasons. My birthday. It's my daughter's birthday. It's my father's birthday. Oh my gosh. Um, how fun. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's a fun month altogether. I also really love spring. Yeah. Not a lot of people that I know ever say, talk about spring, but I love spring. I love Easter, the pastel colors, the flowers, the trees, um, just uh, the weather, the 60s weather. <laughs> I love April. Yeah. When is your birthday in April? April 20th. So yes, are I you know. a Taurus? Oh I- yeah. I didn't even think about that. Someone else, something else happened on that day. I can't think it's of also, what it was. I don't really want to say it on the podcast. Okay, yeah, don't let's not. Oh, oh, well, yes, that, <laughs> which we won't talk about on the podcast. I just, oh, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Northern California, so I'm well aware. But I thought oh, it was yeah. someone else's birthday too that we shouldn't. I just can't. I'm trying, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But so, are you a Taurus then, or no? Yes. Okay, I am too. I'm May second, and Jessica is May fourth. Oh, so stubborn. My husband is like, it's not even worth having an argument with you because I know that you're just not going to give up until the very end. That's <laughs> yes, hilarious. I love it. Um, this one's a little bit harder. This question, everyone kind of trips up with their answer. So, what is your favorite lunch item? I told you I'm I'm pregnant, right? Like, yes. Change. No. <laughs> um, I can see why that's a kind of a hard one to answer. I'll just tell you what I've been eating now. Um, for the last two weeks, and this is weird because prior to me being pregnant, I really didn't even eat this. <laughs> chicken salad 
with vegetables and wheat thins. Yeah. That seems to be my, is that normal? That's like been my go-to. I throw some chicken salad over some lettuce. I have some vegetables on the side and some wheat thins and there you go. Totally. I would eat the same exact thing. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Very healthy. <laughs> um, next question is what is the last book that you've read? That one's easy. Well, school related, there's always something school related. It was a really good book. I highly suggest it. I just finished it. It's Orphan Train okay. by Christina Klein. I don't know if you've heard of it. I hadn't heard of it until a couple months ago, but um, it is, I cried the entire time. Mm. I don't know if that's pregnancy hormones or if the book is really that depressing. Yeah. Um, not that I'm trying to recommend a depressing book, but it, it is um, um, a true historical account of an orphan during the orphan train movement and what mm. she went through and what she went through is just heartbreaking oh, and I cried like the entire time. But, um, that's actually what I'm teaching right now is the orphan train movement. And I've used bits and pieces from EB academics and I've just modified it a little bit and I, I've used it. Like for example, your, um, I love your, what are they called? I know what it is, but what is it called? The, uh, informational, the quilt, the, the, with all the, yeah, blocks. the informational reading response, <clears throat> reading response quilt. The, yes. Yeah. Um, I've been using that a lot for all this orphan train movement text that I've been giving them. Um, they love that by the way. They love coloring in the boxes after they've answered one. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my internet. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. yep you're good. You're still my there. Internet. Did it okay. stop on your end for a second? Did it freeze? I had some internet, um, something happened, but anyway, orphan train. Bye. Okay. I'll have to check it out. I'm always looking for yeah. a, like a good book that's nonfiction to read. So I'll definitely download that on my, to my, Young my phone. Adult. Young adult. Thank you for that recommendation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the very last question is if you weren't a teacher, what would you do? So, you know, I think that is the hardest question. <laughs> that was harder than lunch. Um, I mean, if I had to just, I would want to be a full-time writer. Um, I love writing and you know, my whole time when I was in China, I wrote the entire time. It, um, I've, I've, I just love writing. I That's wish so cool. that I almost, I don't wish that I went, I, I went a different route because I love teaching, but, um, I always wonder, that's like my, what if, yeah. what if I kept up with my writing? Um, what if <laughs> I would be a writer? <laughs> I oh, love that. Okay. Well, it's never too late. Maybe in a second oh, lifetime, you know, mm -hmm. I always think about like, what am I, what am I going to do when I'm 50, 60 years old? You know what life is going to be like then there's all always possibilities, you know? That's true. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Alexa. I so appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing your experiences with our listeners. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. Such a great episode. I just love hearing from our EB Teachers Club members and their experiences in the club. And Alexa is just, I loved her. She's just a, such a breath of fresh air, so kind, so genuine. And it was just a really fun episode to record with her. Now, before we sign off for today and before I see you next Tuesday on the podcast, I just want to remind you about that fun detective activity that you can grab for free and add your name to the wait list. You'll be able to become an EB Teachers Club member before we open the doors for enrollment to the public on February 20th. So go ahead and go to ebacademics.com forward slash detective. You'll add your name to our wait list and we'll be sending out an email um, either 
Friday or Saturday to our waitlist members just to let them know um, a little bit of information before we open enrollment to the public. I'm so excited to see you guys in the EB Teachers Club or over on Instagram at EB Academics. Make sure to let us know your thoughts on the episode, thoughts on the podcast, and anything else that we can help you with. Our goal is always to help you create fun and engaging resources for your classroom um, while also maintaining that high academic integrity that we are after. So have a great rest of the week, you guys, and I will see you next Tuesday for another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast.